The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home for free daily video picks from the SGP Network. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of your erectile dysfunction. Just head to getroman.com slash SGP for $15 off your first month. That's getroman.com slash SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. From April 29th to May 4th, if you deposit on Underdog Fantasy, you'll have a chance to win $1 million in their best ball contest. That's right, $1 million. Sign up now at underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN. That's the promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter. That's at SGP Soccer, at SGP Soccer. Also, check out my website, lockbetting.com. It's very early in the month, so it's still a great time to sign up. We are coming off delivering our 95th month in a row of transparent track profit. That's 95 consecutive months. And this month was a big one where we landed over £3,038 for our clients. That's good for over $3,900 if you want to be a part of that. Head over to lockbetting.com and sign up to get the plays for the rest of the month. Do it as early as possible because if you sign up for Patreon, which is what I use at lockbetting.com, if you sign up in the middle of the month or towards the end of the month, they will bill you for the entire month. So you want to get the entire month of plays over at lockbetting.com to make sure you get the most out of it. Although I do think even if you sign up at the middle of the month, we will still make you a profit because we are on such a strong run. As I just said, we made $3,900 last month and we are going for a 96 month of transparent track profit. That's the problem with Patreon. It does allow you to be transparent because it allows all all members to interact with each other. But unfortunately, it does bill you for the entire month whenever you sign up in that month. So make sure that you sign up now. Moving on with this edition of the EPL show, we will begin with the relegation battle tonight between Fulham and Burnley. And we will conclude with Manchester United versus Liverpool on Thursday. Man United will feature twice on this show. We will not be covering the Friday game between Newcastle and Manchester City. That will be the first game on the weekend edition of the EPL show. So we're going to run from Monday to Thursday beginning with tonight's relegation battle between Fulham and Burnley. Fulham are the 6-5 favourites to win this game and keep their survival hopes alive. It's 12-5 on the draw and it's 9-4 here on Burnley. I think Burnley will want to um, shut Fulham down here and um, not allow them to keep themselves alive. As unrealistic as it looks, 
These are professional footballers. This is a professional situation and you don't want to take any kind of gamble that Fulham can win out through the rest of the season. And I think by Burnley shutting up shop here and just taking a point from Craven Cottage in this six-pointer, that will essentially relegate Fulham here. And I think that's what Burnley will set up to do. I think they'll make themselves very, very difficult to beat. And I think they'll try and steal this game on a counter-attack or via a set piece. So I think they'll set up here as if Fulham are one of the big teams in the league. And although Fulham do play that way in terms of the way that they maintain the ball, they do have good possession of the ball. They haven't been able to penetrate teams and that has been their Achilles heel this season. That is why Fulham are winless in their last six Premier League games. That's why Fulham have only won one of their last 14 competitive home games. And even though they went for a period where they were drawing a lot of games, that wasn't enough to keep them up. In fact, only Burnley, with 13, have drawn more games than Fulham this season, who have drawn 12. However, Fulham's dreams of staying up, which looked realistic in February, have gone by the wayside because of a good run by Newcastle, and namely because Fulham couldn't turn wins into draws. That is largely down to the fact because they can't convert their possession and domination in games into goals. This is a Fulham outfit that have scored just three goals in their last six games. And I don't think Burnley will find it difficult to shut them out if they con- if they fully concentrate on not being involved in an open game and doing what Burnley do best, which is setting up a block defence and uh, not allowing themselves to be broken down by Fulham. And I think chances will present themselves at the other end on the break. And as I said, from set pieces and Fulham could, uh, sorry, Burnley could even win win this game as an underdog as Fulham desperately chase the game because only a win is enough for them and that will leave them susceptible to losing this game. So I do like Burnley on the double chance but my play here is going to be on under two and a half goals. I just cannot see a situation where this game hits three goals with uh, with Burnley sitting in knowing that a draw will be enough to ensure their survival and subsequently sending Fulham down. That's why I don't see an open game here given the tactics that Burnley will implement and the fact you're getting that four to represents decent value in this one and that is going to be my strongest lean for this game. Moving on to Tuesday and this is the first Manchester United game of the week. Now this is an absolutely ridiculous schedule. Um, This is unfair. We shouldn't be in a situation where we're playing three games in five days. Some people would turn around and say that's because of our own supporters. Well, the players didn't do anything and there surely had to be another way of doing this rather than making us play on Thursday and then Sunday and then Tuesday and then Thursday again. I mean, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday is just absolutely ridiculous. And then when you add the, the previous Thursday to that, that is actually four games games in eight days and I cannot believe that people are actually criticising Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for complaining about this. If anybody's club were forced to play these three games in five days or four games in eight days, they would be complaining about this as well. It's absolutely unfair. It's unjustified. It's unsafe for the players. It's a decision made by people who wear suits that don't understand anything about what goes on in terms of the training, the fitness, the fatigue, all of these factors that can set in. Plus, we have a Europa League final coming up here at the end of the season as well. So, We have absolutely no chance, I don't think, of winning all of these games. I mean, we've already lost that that first game to to Roma, but it didn't matter because we had a 6-2 lead going into that second leg. We we should have possibly rested a a few more key players in that one. I was surprised to see the strength of that team. A full-strength team played against Aston Villa. That was to keep the title hopes alive. Plus, I think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer identified Aston Villa as a team where... 
They would strategically play the same way that Villarreal would play in terms of sitting in and make it difficult for Manchester United to break them down. Well, Manchester United were able to overcome that. Manchester United didn't win that Aston Villa game on the counter-attack, especially coming back from 1-0 down. Villa sat in even deeper and I was very impressed to see what we did in the second half against a team where... It wasn't us winning the game on the counter. So Man United have shown they can win games in many different ways. But I think it will be impossible to go 3-0 and and keep this title out of City's hands and make them win it on Friday against Newcastle. We are going to drop points somewhere along the way. And I would think it would probably be here in this Leicester game. If we are going to rotate... And with no realistic hope of winning the league, I think this is the game here against Leicester where Ole Gunnar Solskjaer rotates. Because of this hatred towards Liverpool, I think the game against Liverpool will be more important. I think he'll want all his full-strength players there because if the league is out of our hands, what we can do instead here, what we can achieve in the league, apart from second place is that we can still deny Liverpool a spot in the Champions League. And I think that rivalry, that hatred between the clubs will take precedent. I think the supporters would want it that way. Obviously, Manchester City are going to win one of their final three games. It's not realistic, but Manchester United have the opportunity here to not only finish second, but to put Liverpool out of the Champions League, or at least put a very, very big dent in their Champions League hopes by winning them. And I think that game will take priority. In addition to that, because we played a game on Sunday, it makes more sense to rest players here on Tuesday and to threshen things up again on Thursday, especially because we don't have a game at the weekend. Our game against Fulham isn't at the weekend. It's a little bit further down the line. So we can rest up everybody and we can put our first team back in on Thursday. So I think in this game, you may not see Fernandez, You may not see Pogba. You may not see Cavani. You may not see Marcus Rashford. You may not see Harry Maguire. I think you'll see heavy, heavy rotation. But that doesn't mean we won't try and win this game. And that doesn't mean that Leicester are going to automatically just be the far better team on the pitch because there's a lot of top Manchester United players in our squad. When you're looking at the likes of an Eric Bailly, you're looking at the likes of a Williams, you're looking at the likes of a uh, Van der Beek, uh, Nemanja Matic, for example, uh, maybe Greenwood plays back-to-back games. These players would probably feature inside a Leicester City team. So if anything, I think this makes it a very, very even contest. And the odds suggest that uh, Manchester United are only available here at 6-4 to four to win this game. It's 23-10 to 10 to draw and it's 2-1 to one on Leicester. But Manchester United have been made significant underdogs for Thursday's game against Liverpool. I just don't see it that way. I think we are going to put out our full strength team and we'll fully rotate here for this Leicester game. What I think will happen here, um, if that's the case, is that it will pretty much peter out into a low-scoring game where Manchester United haven't got that cutting edge with these players on the pitch. However, Leicester also, I don't think, will have that cutting edge because they've started to slip as of late. I just think that their league, their lead is more substantial than it was last year and we don't really have those teams catching up behind. Liverpool are catching some form, but I don't think they'll be able to make up this difference. West Ham are beginning to drop points. So I think Leicester may luck out because I don't think they have the chases in form behind them that they had last year with Manchester United and Chelsea taking them over. Also looking at this game, Leicester may be happy with a point because I think if Leicester can secure just four more points 
or maybe even less from their final three games, they will end up in the Champions League spot. But against Manchester United, because they've lost 10 of their last 11 meetings with Man U, and Man U come into this having won six of their last seven league games, Leicester may be happy to take a point away from this, even if it isn't the strongest Manchester United team. But I think it'll be a Man United team that's still capable of beating Leicester. I think it'll be a game that'll have more of the ball. But I think both teams lack that cutting edge. Leicester have looked lackluster as of late. Um, they couldn't break down a 10-man Southampton. They just got hammered by Newcastle, which is going to be a big dent in their confidence. And Manchester United, of course, with a fully rotated team here, may find it difficult to find the back of the net. And I think getting 10 to 11 here on the under, 10 to 11 over, 10 to 11 under, I think the under represents some value, seeing as you may see um, eight or nine changes here for Man U and a Leicester team that find it difficult to score goals at the moment and would probably be happy here with a draw in this one and would only probably need two or three more points to make sure that they end up in a Champions League position, maybe even less if Manchester United do do Leicester the favour on Thursday. So everything is fascinatingly set up even though I would rather my team not be in this position of playing these ridiculous number of games over the last five days. Southampton versus Palace is next. Southampton are available here at Evens. It's 12 to 5 to draw. And it's 8 to 11 on, uh, sorry, 13 to 5 on Crystal Palace. Um, it's 8 to 11 is, is my pick here, which I have in front of me, which is uh, Crystal Palace on the double chance market. And that's because. You can't be taking Southampton to beat anybody at the moment. Crystal Palace showed signs that they weren't on a holidays yet against Sheffield United and they do want to finish as high as possible. By the way, we gave you Crystal Palace on that game. Uh, we gave you Crystal Palace to nil as a dog as well. Plus, we cashed the under. So that was a very big game for us there. Um, had some really strong opinions about that one. I don't have a super strong opinion on this one other than the fact that Southampton are poor. They've won twice in their last 17 league games. They're the worst informed team in the Premier League in 2020. 21, even below Sheffield United and Palace have actually won all but one of their visits to the sides beneath them in the table so they are having a, a relatively decent season even though it did fall by by the wayside uh, after getting after starting the season with, with a win against Manchester United and being in the top half at the start they have dropped down obviously safety is always a priority I think you have some unmotivated players here that probably don't want to be playing for Crystal Palace and I think they'll really struggle next season with so many players um, stalling on their contract I think Zaha wants out of the club I think possibly they may have a new manager next season as well. I think Hodgson's looking at retirement. So this could be a sleeper pick for relegation next season. But I think they're still playing this season. And if they're still playing, this Southampton team, who are certainly on their holidays, could even get beaten here by Crystal Palace, who could be a, a live away dog here. But Crystal Palace on the double chance at 8-11 to 11 will be my pick here for this one. Up next, only one game on Wednesday, but it's an important one. It's for a Champions League position for Chelsea. They are available here at 7-10 on the money line to beat Arsenal, who are available at 17-4, and it's 11-4 on the draw. This one looks a little bit too easy here for me in terms of just taking Chelsea to, to win this game. They have more at stake. Arsenal can't get into Europe through their league position, I don't think. It's just too late now, even though they've made a little run as of late in the league. Their huge disappointment will be what they did in the Europa League, which was getting eliminated in the semi-final stage. Whereas Chelsea are having a big finish to the season. They have a, a Champions League final coming up. They have an FA Cup final coming up at the weekend. I think that 
distraction may be the only reason that they don't win this game. But otherwise, I cannot see any reason why Chelsea just don't outclass this Arsenal team. Chelsea have won only, uh, sorry, Chelsea have lost only two of their 25 matches since Tuchel took over and they have kept clean sheets in seven of their last eight Premier League home games. So they're very, very difficult to break down. This Arsenal team are um, are having a very, very disappointing season. I don't think they have the personnel here to go toe-to-toe with Chelsea. And this should be a very easy home game. And this price looks very, very generous if Chelsea do play out a full team here and don't look ahead to the weekend's FA Cup final, which they may do because now they are looking very, very securely in the top four. So this will be a case of a wait-and-see situation with the team news. You may lose a little bit on this 7-10 to 10 price, but I think it's worth the wait. Lay a little bit more juice on Wednesday if Chelsea go full strength. And if they do, they definitely win this game. Up next, we move on to Thursday with Aston Villa versus Everton, where Aston Villa are 8-5. to five. It's 12-5 to five the draw, and it's also 8-5 to five here on Everton. Everton are the ones that have more to play for. They still have a very, very faint chance of making it into the Champions League. Had they won their their reverse fixture against Villa, they would be in with a much better chance here of making it through. So they've had some very, very disappointing results, particularly at home. But away from home, they are a class operation. I think they'll win this game, but I think we'll also see both teams managing to find the net. Villa have been able to do that um, recently, even by not having Jack Grealish, although their results have been poor. Both teams have scored in seven of Villa's last eight matches, including in the weekend against Man U. Both teams have scored in four of the last five encounters between the two teams, but Everton have won eight of their last 11 Premier League away games, and Aston Villa have won only two of their last 10 league fixtures. And as I mentioned, that's namely down to the absence of Jack Grealish, but I'm going to go for Everton here as an away dog. Take them here as a pick, which is available at 10 to 11. Both teams available at 10 to 11 here, but I'm going to go with the away team, Everton, who have one of the best away records in the Premier League this season and have more to play for in this game. Finishing up with the game of the midweek slate, it is Manchester United versus Liverpool, where Man U are the 5 to 2 underdogs here. It's 13 to 5 the draw, and it's even money. On Liverpool, Liverpool shouldn't be an even money to beat this Man United team because I assure you, this will be the full strength team. Wambasaka, Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire, Paul Pogba, Bruno Fernandes, Marcus Rashford, Edison Cavani. They will all play in this game. This will be treated like a cup final. This will be treated like a very, very important game. This will be treated like Manchester United's second most important remaining game this season, only behind the Europa League final. I think we're going to see a strong, strong side here. And I think United will go all out to beat Liverpool and deny them Champions League football next season. So I think Man United are a live dog here on the money line or even as a pick. But the safest way to play this is as we were going to play it last time and the price is even better because last time we were getting this at 8 to 13 we are now getting it at 8 to 11 and I don't think anything has changed situationally yes Man United played on Sunday yes Manchester United are going to have a game on Tuesday but I think the team that plays on Tuesday is going to be completely different to the team that plays on Thursday and Thursday's team 
will be the team that beat Aston Villa yesterday. I don't think the bookies are anticipating that. And given the forms of the two teams and given all the players that will be on the pitch at the time, I cannot see Liverpool coming to Old Trafford and winning this game against a motivated Manchester United team who will be at full strength and will be rested because they played on Sunday and did not feature in Tuesday's game. If I'm wrong about that, then obviously straight away from this pick. But for the, for the time being, I'm very, very confident about how Man United are going to play this. And I'm going to take Manchester United on the double chance here at a better price than last time at 8-11. to 11. Closing out with a lock on the show. We are going to ride that pick. We went with it last time. There's no reason to change. Manchester United on the double chance here at 8-11 to 11 to avoid a defeat against Liverpool. That's it for me in this edition of the EPL show. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.